Hello, lovely single mums, and thank you for joining this podcast where we'll be discussing four surprising tips to make online dating work for you. My name is Lucy Good, and I'm the founder of Beanstalk Single Mums. We're an online space dedicated to supporting and inspiring single mums from all walks of life. We offer a blog that covers everything for your single mother journey. We have a single mum only anonymous forum, my much talked about single mum e-course, as well as exclusive single mum discounts and giveaways. And it can all be found on my website, beanstalkmums.com.au. But right now for this podcast about the crazy world of online dating, I get to chat to Sharon Draper, who's the relationship expert at eHarmony. Before I let Sharon come on and talk to us, and she's got some great tips to help us with this, I'll tell you a little bit more about Sharon. Um, As well as holding the role, this massive role, at one of the world's most renowned dating sites, Sharon is also a psychologist in a private practice. Not sure how she has time to do all of that. Um, She works with her clients to help them gain insight into why they might think, feel, and behave a certain way, which will ultimately help them make more sense of their current lives and then with self-compassion they can consciously implement positive change. Sharon believes everything is about relationships so she draws her knowledge from attachment science and polyvagal theory. This when translated into practice is about understanding our attachment style and nervous system to gain insight into our behavior in all capacities of our lives. Sharon, that all sounds so interesting. Welcome to the Beanstalk podcast. Thank you for having me, Lucy. It's great to to have you on. Yeah. And look, I've, I've, um, I've got one question for you, which I'll ask at the very beginning. And then I've asked you for four tips to help Mm. our listeners with online dating. And I've already had a quick, have, have had, excuse me, a quick look through those tips. And they are really valuable because they are things that people may not have thought of. Um, They're not the kind of usual things that people say around online dating. So it's definitely worth listening if you're thinking of dipping your toe in that online dating pool. (laughs) And before before we get going, the timing of this podcast is perfect because Sharon and I actually had to cancel the podcast last week due to torrential rain and weather conditions that was affecting our internet services. So we rescheduled for today. And actually last night, I just so happened to put the special that we have for eHarmony on my Facebook group, The Single Mum Vine. And I got a couple of ladies in the thread saying that they had met their matches through eHarmony and both of them were planning to marry them, which I thought was a really lovely and heartening thing to hear about online dating. Um, And even more exciting, one of them actually met her partner through a special that I had put on the single mum vine and beanstalk with eHarmony in 2019. So I feel I should get an invite to that wedding, but I'll wait and see (laughs) what happens. (laughs) But no, this is proof that online dating can work. And I feel that it was really great to get those um, comments last night to give people confidence um, to keep trying. Um, so Sharon, are you ready for, um, for these questions and tips and for providing this information to our listeners? Yes, absolutely. 
Okay, so before we launch into the four tips that you've got for us today, let's talk a bit about online dating in general. In your opinion, why is online dating a good way for our single mum listeners to meet potential partners? So there are quite a few reasons that I believe um, <laughs> it's really helpful to go on um, on this journey of online dating. So the, the first thing is it provides a platform where we can meet more people as opposed to meeting kind of potential dates from a limited pool of people, kind of like in the olden days, you know, you go down to the closest cafe or pub maybe, and then you just really have the limits of whoever is there at that time on that day. So it really provides an opportunity to meet more variety of people. And I think that's really important. Um, And then the other thing is a lot of the dating platforms um, also do a lot of the work for us. So, you know, they match you with people that you are most compatible with before you've even started contact. And I think that's just invaluable because, I mean, of course, it's wonderful to have an opportunity to meet more people, but then you don't also want to be sort of wading through (laughs) a million people either. And I know single moms especially do not have time for that. So, Having a platform or being on a platform um, like eHarmony, there are others as well that are, you know, a bit more specific in what they're trying to do with regards to matching people. Like they've got a, you know, scientific formula as to how they try and match people with other people's compatibility. Um, So if, if you're able to, experiment with those kinds of platforms, then um, yeah, it builds you confidence in you that you're going to be meeting somebody who is more like you in your values. Um, and as well as it saves you time and money. Mm. Um, and, and what I loved, especially about eHarmony, because oh, we can't, I guess, not talk about COVID, but um, during COVID, you know, I, I was meeting well, a lot of my clients were saying, you know, okay, I'm going to just park dating for now. Or I had a lot of clients who are kind of, I'm finally ready for dating. And then COVID hit like, oh, the universe is like, no, not this year. Mm. So what was really great that eHarmony did is they created the video platform Um, as the COVID restrictions increased. And that allowed people to meet potential partners online face, you know, face um, through video um, before actually meeting in person so that you could start engaging with somebody and really getting to know them on a different level um, as opposed to just texting. Um, Because, you know, the way we bond with people is face to face. We have to look at people's eyes. And so the video platform is a wonderful um, opportunity to meet somebody Uh, definitely during COVID, but I encourage people to use it even if the restrictions have eased because it's another way of just getting a little bit closer to meeting the the person who is um, compatible with you, especially if you are time poor. Um, And then the last bit I just wanted to add was um, Australian eHarmony subscribers who are parents, the the stats that we have are 48% are single mums and 37% are single dads. So we are the go-to for many parents um, and it means that, that they have a good chance of finding like-minded matches with similar circumstances. Mm. And they're quite staggering figures really, aren't they? Because I know a lot of people mm. do worry when they go back to the dating pool after having children that they are going to be in the minority, but not at all. Mm. Um, there are so many people no. out there who have got children who are looking to find love. Um, and often 
people want to meet people with other children with with children rather than somebody who yeah. hasn't got them and they're looking for the blended family um so that that they're quite staggering figures and reassuring figures as well sharon so now mm. we've had some reasons as to why online dating is great for us i'm going to get you to give us your tips um, on mm. how we should prepare, what we should know um, when we launch ourselves into this new project of <laughs> online dating. <laughs> Here we go. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> tip number one. Okay. So my absolute tip number one is know yourself well. I find so many people go into the dating experience and just they don't really know what they want, um, or they feel like they're out of the dating, especially if you've, you know, had a family, you've been married, and now you're a single mum, you, you're kind of like, oh, you know, I haven't dated since, you know, 20 years, or, or whatever it is. So I think the most important thing is um, have courage, of course, and, you know, to, to experiment with this new way of meeting people. But the most important thing is know yourself well. Begin with learning about yourself so you don't betray yourself. Because what I find, um, a lot of, especially women, we are socialized to be passive often, you know? Um, so we kind of like, oh, I want to be chosen. So we might start um, losing ourselves a little bit just so that we can meet somebody, you know? Because maybe we really um, want a companion. So I think it's really important to try and be very clear with yourself as to what your reasons are for wanting to date again. And if you do know what your boundaries are, what your expectations are, what your values are. Um, and I think, you know, especially mothers have a lot of pressures, so internal and external. And allowing yourself to know what your needs are and knowing how to have your needs met uh, can be quite challenging, but it's really important that we don't, that we know what our needs are and that we don't sacrifice ourselves for others just so that we can be in a relationship. Um, there's a, there's, there are a lot of relationship sort of social media relationship experts all out there. And there's one in particular called Mark Groves, and he talks quite a lot about um, you know, not letting yourself down from the beginning. So honoring yourself, um, being truthful to what's important to you. And our, our responsibility is really to create clarity in our relationships, not to expect our partners to guess what we want. Um, and if you can be clear as early on in the relationship experience as possible as to who you are, what it is that you want, then you're not going to be um, wasting your time or the other person's time. And the other thing that I would just kind of expand on with regards to knowing yourself, knowing what your beliefs are, knowing what your attachment style is. I'm not sure if people have heard about attachment science, but oh, I just think it's just so important that we all understand what our attachment style is. And I, I won't go into too much depth because I think that'll be a whole nother podcast, <laughs> but um, it's pretty much understanding your relationship that you had with one of your main caregivers as a child that can really influence how we choose our partners. So if um, they, they, I'll just be brief, but there are two insecure type attachment styles and then there's one secure one. And if we are one of the two insecure types, um, now it's important to remember, it's not, it doesn't mean you're insecure. It means just your experience with relationships that are significant could be insecure and it could be anxious or avoidant. Those are the two insecure types. 
if you're not aware of what yours is, we often sort of unconsciously go into these relationships, not knowing what's really driving us. And then we find we're in similar patterns, old patterns of behavior. Maybe you didn't get your needs met by your caregiver and you desperately just crave attention and affection from your partner. But this might come across as too much and then your partner tends to avoid and then you chase. And avoid. so there's just so many different sort of um, scenarios that can go on. And what I just really encourage everyone to do is understand what their attachment style is. There actually is an online attachment questionnaire. Um, it's quite a long link, but I don't know, Lucy, if you're able to, maybe I can send it to you and you can share it with I your will, Facebook absolutely. group. Or, yes, yeah. I will put that link onto the absolutely. page for this podcast so people can click through. Fantastic. Fantastic, because it's free and you just put your email address in and it, it really just helps you to identify where you're at now with regards to what attachment style comes up. There are also lots of books. There's a really great book called Attached and that's just a really great, you know, sort of self-help book that helps you understand what you tend to do and what maybe old behaviors are um, that you don't want to continue in a new relationship. Um and then, so the other thing I'd say as well is I'm sure people might have heard of the love languages. And if you are aware of what your love language is, I'd just encourage you to, to find out what it is if you're not sure. So there's also an online quiz, just uh, five languages, five love languages.com. Just if you Google that, it's also a free quiz that just gives you a bit more insight into what is important to you. Um, and then the last thing I kind of would just add is, Try to think of it. That's a great quote. I don't know who said it, but I find a lot of people like, oh, I don't want to start again. I don't want to start from scratch. You know, I really want a companion. I want somebody who I feel safe with, but I really don't want to start again. And I think it's so important whenever we're starting new things again, it's so important to keep in mind that you're not starting from scratch, but you're starting from experience. Mm -hmm. So if you've had a relationship that didn't work out as planned, really reflect on what went down, what happened, but also try, and I know this is a hard part, but try and reflect on your part of that, you know, what happened in the relationship. Yes, maybe your partner, there was infidelity, but I think it's also important just to try and reflect on what you can learn from that experience. Because if we can look at how we can learn from it, then we're able to be more conscious and make change. Yeah, look, I, I'm itching to get my hands on that link that you're going to send through. I, yeah. <laughs> I want to do it. It sounds as if starting online dating the right way is a bit of a journey of self-discovery. Absolutely, 100%. And I, I, haven't done, I haven't done very much, but what I have done online, I'm writing a profile and I've only ever um, done eHarmony. I, I can completely get it because you get asked loads of questions and it's, you don't zoom through them knowing the answers, although they're about you. You have to stop and think, mm. how do I feel mm. about this? Who am I? Um, mm. what, what, what is my preference? I don't know. It's, and for yes. mums who have been so busy perhaps going through a separation, caring for the kids and just keeping all the plates spinning, we are lost as to who we are. So even the process of writing a nice, honest, profile it's probably quite therapeutic really mm. Mm. absolutely and I think you know you're right uh, uh, mums in particular you know you sacrifice for everyone around you it's always giving everyone else but yourself and if you can it's one of my tips that I mentioned later but if you can sort of carve out time 
and see this as something that is for you, this, this learning, this journey about yourself and what it is that you need and how to voice your needs, you know, it, and it'll be scary and it will be challenging, but it's a way of growing. And I think um, that, that what you said, is, it's just so true. It's about self-discovery. Yeah. Yeah. So see it as a journey and from experience, not starting from scratch. I love that as well. Mm. So now brilliant, brilliant first tip. Thank you, Sharon. Can we <laughs> one two tip two yes yes so <laughs> i find um i find people in this day and age you know we we everything is quick everything is fast i want it now we're very impulsive and then of course especially with with, with mums as well i mean again you don't have time <laughs> but the my tip number two is give this process time because in, in some ways, um, I think, you know, I, I meet so many different people and I've got some women that are my clients who they really desperately want a family and they haven't met anyone yet. So for them, unfortunately, there is a bit of a sort of time limit as to how, how old you want to be, you know, as a mum. But I think um, with, with single mums, you know, you've, you've, you've got your child, you've got time for yourself in this process if you if you can try and make that time for yourself what I mean is there's no you know you might not necessarily be wanting another child maybe you do I'm, I'm not disputing that but I'm trying to just say just try and give the process time because I find we go into something and then maybe we haven't met anyone and it's so despondent um, to not meet anyone but try and just keep in mind it is a, a process and it's a journey so if you kind of go on to the platform and start chatting to people and it just doesn't really work out immediately just try persevere so it's not going to happen overnight um it can take months you know of dedication just to find the, the the right person or the person most compatible but just know that when you go on the platform like eHarmony a lot of like I said before a lot of the work's already done for you so it really is just about um, keeping on engaging with these people who have been matched with you because um, eHarmony actually looks at you mentioned the questionnaire and the reason it's so long is because they're really trying to get to know who you are what your values are and they actually identify 32 dimensions of compatibility that's why so if you can kind of get through the questionnaire know that it's really because it's trying to help you save time um, so that you can then give the process of getting to know someone else more time so gently ease into dating and see it as an adventure Great. And, and with an open mind as well. I know when yes. I did online dating that I actually found somebody to do my garden for me. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, he, he, wasn't, uh, he wasn't a potential partner, but he lived yeah. local. We ended up chatting and um, he did gardening for a living and I needed somebody to do mine. <laughs> so it, you don't always meet necessarily mm. partners you're opening yourself up to meet any number of people who can become part of your mm. support circle and in fact I'm off to meet a friend for lunch today one of my closest friends who I met through one of my best friends who's a single dad and he met her on tinder so I always say that <laughs> you know, this is how I met Megan with through through my best friend meeting her on tinder so you're yeah. opening yourself up to friendships as well as potential relationships 
So bearing that in mind can actually make that journey more of an adventure, can't it? Rather than thinking, I've got one goal and that's to find somebody I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. On the way, some other good and bad things might happen, but you just have to see it again as a journey. That's what we keep coming back to, Mm -hmm. don't we? Absolutely. And, you know, even just keeping this in mind as well is the more dates you do go on, the more you do learn about yourself too. You're never going to just be, uh, you know, as you start the first date, for example, on this platform, you're never going to be like, I know myself exactly perfectly. You know, you're never going to, you're getting to know yourself, sure. But just think of the more you meet people as well, the more they might challenge your thinking in other ways. And then you're like, oh, actually, I hadn't thought about that. Or, oh, okay. And I definitely don't want that. So that helps you to get to the, the sort of um, the source of what is really uh, important to you as well. So see the dating process as, a, as another extension of getting to know yourself. Yeah, and an education as well. Mm. <laughs> really, isn't it? Meeting Absolutely. Online. You've, got to, you've got to learn how to do it and, and the best mm. way to learn what you need to know about people um, mm. as, as, you know, in your own time. You need to know what questions to ask um, and that's going to take time so i suppose you get better and better at it i've got some friends who have been online dating for years and they they almost have a process that they work through mm. um to yeah. know whether it's going to work or not um but we'll move on now can we go on to yeah. tip number three so tip number three is make a video date your new first date i'd really encourage people to try this part of the online dating platform so because what this does like I said before it means you save time um, because you don't actually have to go out um, you don't have to put on you know doll doll yourself up or anything or just put put any clothes on that aren't sort of trackies you know Um, so you can you're saving time you're saving money um, and you really just need to just be aware of where you're going to do the video dates um, but I'd encourage people to try that first before you actually meet in real life. So if you're time poor, this will be a great way of um, trying to really sort of sift through the people that have been matched with you just to see if there's more there with this person. Um, And so that you can find somebody more compatible. Um, There are a few things I've got sort of points that video dating provides. So you can get to know your potential partner better. You don't um, have to share personal information with the video dating, it, it's linked in with your account. Um, there's also with eHarmony, they have a structure where you do need to at least message three times with this person before you can have a video date because they're really wanting you to just start this. It's not that you're just video dating anyone. You've already felt like you've got a potential connection with this person and then the next step would be video dating. Um, video dates also allow you not to have to constantly rearrange your schedule, um, especially, you know, finding babysitters, for example. Um, you don't have to do that uh, when you do video dating because you'd be there, you know, once the kids are in, in bed, maybe that's when would be the right time for you to do it. Um, and then you can spend more time talking and less time traveling. And like I said before, you save time and money with this way of connecting. And just that last bit is, I said before, you know, the way we connect with people is through eye contact. And I know the video dating isn't, I mean, you know, having a Zoom call, for example, isn't exactly, um, sorry, an online platform of video dating is not exactly looking at somebody's eyes, but you do get to see their expressions, you know, do they have a kind face, their gestures, and that all gives you information with regards to how safe you feel with this person, as opposed to just messaging via text. 
Mm, yes, and I actually have had a video date with a guy off of eHarmony, and mm. I, I actually I really enjoyed the experience. He was lots of fun. We had one video date where we chatted and laughed a lot, mm. and then mm. we we arranged to speak the following night. But we we said we both had to wear like some a funny hat or something <laughs> just to entertain <laughs> each other. And I had on one of my 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 tween daughter's sparkly baseball hats, and he <laughs> couldn't find one, so he wore a snow mask throughout the entire video <laughs> chat. And we were getting quite serious at one point, and he was yeah. talking away with this snow mask on. Uh, it was lots of fun. So you can just yeah. <laughs> play around. I'm a bit of a fool and I like to laugh at people. So I like to see if they've oh. got a sense of humour. And he did. But the other yeah. interesting thing, which is in line with the points that you made, Sharon, is that he lived on the Gold Coast. So, and I'm on the Sunshine Coast. So it would have been quite a trek to meet one another. Mm -hmm. And as much fun as we did have, I could tell from the online video date, he wasn't the one for me. So I did make the decision not to do that journey, which was just so good because we had a bit of a laugh and I was able to see a bit more of him and that gorgeous guy really nice just not the right one for me mm. so I could cancel um I did cancel our date and I said I don't really think which you know it is great rather mm. than making that journey and sitting there having a coffee after having driven an hour and a half and it not really working oh. Absolutely, absolutely. That's a great example of how beneficial video dating yeah. really can and be. And I think we're all so used to talking online nowadays, aren't we, with COVID? Mm. Not a weird thing. Absolutely. It used to be all a little bit odd and awkward, but it's not at all anymore. My family's all in the UK and I speak every other night on Skype to my dad and people mm. are connecting much more online. So I think that this video date has got a really important place in the dating process. Again, especially for single mothers who can't get out. I, I know single mums who get one night out in a month mm. do not want to mm. go on a date which doesn't work. They'd much rather oh. do a video date first, work out there, is it worth meeting up or not? And pulling the plug on it politely before you go out to meet them. I think video dates absolutely brilliant. And it's, I, I don't know what other platforms have it, to be honest, but it's mm. just the most perfect timing um, for eHarmony to bring that one in. Um, mm. Look, we'll absolutely. go on to our last tip, Sharon, if you wouldn't mind yeah. letting us know your yeah. final tip for single mums in the dating scene. Okay, well, so... I, I also know a lot of people, especially if you've been hurt in past relationships, you kind of like, well, I'm just better alone. You know, some of us come to those conclusions, um, which doesn't make us happy. Um, it's more out of a, you know, a wound that we come to that conclusion. So what I just wanted to highlight as my final tip is we are social beings which means loneliness is an absolute stressor that can impact our health. So um, it's so important to keep this in mind. You are perfect as you are, and you don't need anyone to complete you, but we do need to be part of relationships with people. We, you know, the, the Western world especially has, has done us quite a disservice in many ways, thinking that, you know, just rely on yourself, can't trust anyone, <laughs> you know, everything mm. must be done. If you want something done, do it yourself. Um, and we're just silos. And it, it's just, that is why I believe there's so much unhappiness and depression because um, we're, we're social mammals, really. That's what we are. So 
if you can, just keep that in mind. Loneliness, there was a study, um, I can't think of the details now, I hadn't planned to mention this, but there's a like an 80-year study of you know, from a variety of people and what, you know, trying to, what, what, what makes us happy, I think was the topic of research. And basically it was um, people, relationships, uh, because loneliness just really does impact us in such a negative way. So put some time aside each week, if you can, for the dating process, um, you know, whether it's checking your matches, speaking or video dating, Balance, of course, with your life and this is key. So just, you know, allow carving out some time if you can, just whatever works for you. But it is important just to try and give us a go. Um, and like I said, just really bringing it home, but see this process as an adventure. Uh, try and enjoy it. And yeah, I think that's the most important thing is just try and enjoy it and see it as a way to learn more about yourself. You're trying to connect with people. You're not trying to find this perfect um you know, right partner um, or the one you're trying to connect with people to understand yourself and just to be able to then find somebody who is compatible with you. Bit like going fishing, isn't it? When the if you catch a fish, <laughs> it's a bonus. If you find love, it's a real bonus. Yeah. But it's what happens um, in the process and who you meet and yes. good and bad connections because we learn from those bad ones as well. Mm. And you, what you pointed out there around loneliness is it's such a challenge for single mums who are just so mm. busy. They can't get out. They lose friends. They struggle to mm. make new friends because of time, money, um, mm. energy. So mm. being able to meet people online is a really good way to go. Um, mm. to try and alleviate those feelings of loneliness and what I mm. often do as well and I've actually got a blog on the Beanstalk Mums website where I've got real disaster, uh, dating disasters from single mums um, I ask on my Facebook group for people to tell me their biggest dating disasters and I've put them all in an article and it's so mm. funny to read. So I always think if something goes wrong when you're dating, share it, tell someone about it because you, once you've shared it with someone, you can have a real laugh about it and then it's mm. not so much a problem anymore. And oh my goodness, there's every story you can imagine. So mm. I think, you know, going through the process with a friend and letting them know what's happened and telling somebody that you're having this video date with this guy, if it goes wrong or it doesn't go to plan, have a bit of a laugh with somebody afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and again, it just, it does bring that social structure into your world that you need without leaving your house. So, so many benefits at this time, mm. especially for single mums, especially in COVID. Um, mm. I, I think that online dating is definitely, uh, has got a lot to be said. There's a lot to be said for it, for those who mm. are not just looking for love, but looking for a social life. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so look, they were really great tips. And I think what I take from that a lot of it being it is about that process and it is about the adventure and not just looking at that one main goal, which is to find love and seeing it as a failure if you don't. And I see it the same with all my past relationships. I Even my marriage, which I was in for 14 years, I don't see any of my past relationships as failures, even though they didn't work. They weren't failures. They were just part of my life and lessons to be learned. Um, and so going online and not finding love does not mean you failed. Mm. 
or that the or that the online dating site that you're using is no good perhaps you just need to put some more time into yourself some more time into the dating and keep trying would you say that's right Sharon 100% absolutely okay look well the We've done our tips. That's all we've got time for. Um, I will just mention the special that we have with eHarmony. We've been working with them for years now. And um, I, I do encourage people to give it a go. Um, I think as dating platforms go, it's one of the best. I prefer the paid platforms because you do tend to get people who are more genuine about finding people um, and there's less people to sift through as well they're, they're the benefits for me anyway but yeah if you head over to eHarmony which I believe Sharon is eHarmony.com.au yes yep and um, when you find the subscription that you would like put the code BM20 in at the checkout and you will save 20% which is quite a significant saving. Um, and I would advise people to go for the slightly longer packages um, and see it as a longer term process rather than thinking, oh, I'll just do a couple of months and hopefully I'll find the one and come off. Um, stay with it um, and, and, and have an adventure, as Sharon said. So look, Sharon, <laughs> thank you for, um, for coming on the podcast with me today uh, for the second attempt. Thank goodness yeah. the sun's out. And um, for providing us with all of that information, which is super helpful. Um, you've shared lots of invaluable insights um, and advice with our single mum listeners. And I think given us hope that online dating is worth another go. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me, Lucy. You're welcome. And to the single mums listening, I know there are lots of horror stories around online dating, uh, but I think so often it's that we were just not ready and properly prepared for it. Hopefully, this podcast has made you realise that there are lots of ways to make it successful, whether you're looking for love or just some companionship. Get to know and love yourself first, allow yourself time and enjoy the adventure. And remember, if you've not visited my website, beanstalkmums.com.au, make sure you do. Not only will you find more podcasts like this, but there's heaps of other wonderful resources for your single mother journey. And my single mummy course is also on the website, which I'm excited to say has already been downloaded by nearly 2,000 ladies who are all looking for their very best single mum lives, not just for them, but for their kids too. And one final point before we leave you today if this podcast has helped you, please take just 30 seconds to rate and review it. The more reviews we can get, the easier the podcasts are to find by other single mums who need support, guidance and companionship on their single mother journeys. So until next time, ladies, goodbye. <laughs>